Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pride the Podcast, brought to you by our friends of Rehab Entertainment. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. I am Darrell Anthony. I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> I never know which order. Ladies first, please. I'm Ashley Mitchell. I'm Adam Andrew Rios. <laughs> and I'm Mr. Braden Bradley. And we are excited to talk to you today more about our favorite things. These are a few of our favorite things. What is y'all's favorite thing? So we talked last time about like what our favorite gifts were. Our gifts. We talked about our favorite drinks, our favorite movies, movies and our favorite food. Foods. So I'm glad y'all remember. <laughs> <laughs> we've had a lot of our favorite food and drinks and things since. Yeah. But to switch it on its head a little bit today, guys, what is your worst gift that you've ever gotten, or have you ever like given a gift to someone that you're like they didn't like this and it wasn't received well? Hmm. <clears throat> I don't think I've ever like like told anybody. Well, like, now today is your day I you guess. tell. And if you piss anybody off at this table, we'll deal with it. I don't think so, though. Remember, I did. I'll start. Remember what I did. Sure, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, go, you know what I did. Yeah, huh? So there was a gentleman <laughs> that I was, um, you know, whatever, with in college. Uh, um, and I was trying to figure out what his favorite gift was, of uh, his favorite movie was to purchase him. And I was like, what's your favorite movie? And he's like, oh, The Labyrinth, what's your... No, I asked him basically, somehow it got to the point where he was like, what's your favorite movie? And I was like, oh, The Labyrinth, what's yours? And he said, The Labyrinth. But I only said it so I could find out his or something like that. But basically... I surprised him with the labyrinth for his film, and then he surprised me with the labyrinth. But instead of me being like, oh, thank you, I said, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's awful, and I don't like that movie. So but I don't want that. I don't, I don't want that. And he, was, and he was so hurt, and it turned into a whole thing, and it was like a whole <laughs> argument, a whole fight. All because you lied. All because I lied, but I was just trying to figure out because Did you Did I ne- lie? Did I lie? <laughs> but you're always trying to figure out, though, someone's favorite thing to purchase for them and sometimes you have to go through it with a little bit of manipulation otherwise it's not a surprise it's easy if they have like a partner and you can just like text the partner or be like hey right but then you have to be careful though right what type of partner like they have to be in a trustworthy relationship because if they see your number show up on their partner's phone they're like you texting my man then it's like oh "Oh." my god that's a whole nother well this happened to me they're like what you texting my man for and I'm just like fine I'll just tell you what I'm doing there was one year when Santa did not bring me anything that I wanted and they were all pretty much the worst gifts and I couldn't even tell you what they were because I don't remember them because they were the worst gifts. Was it when you were living at home? Oh. Please say hey, there was what? Were you, when you were living at home with your family? Well, yeah, I was like oh. eight years old. This was when my family was a family. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Krampus is coming to get you. Krampus is coming to take you up the chimney. But I was mad, and my mom said, what did you want? I said, I don't know, but not this. So I turned on, <laughs> I turned on the TV, and it was like 6 o'clock when all of the family was over opening gifts, and I was just a little party pooper. Brayden again, nothing he wanted. Wow. Damn. Spoiled brat. Spoiled brat. I look back on it, and I'm still, I'm still embarrassed till this day. I felt so bad for Santa. Right. <laughs> Poor Santa. Uh, he tried that poor fat bastard. He tried it. I think maybe bastard. like one of the worst gifts I got was at like a company like Christmas party. I got like a fucking wall clock. We got playing elephant. <laughs> like was it one of those white uh, I think we did Secret Santa, but this was just like a gift that like we if you won like the little like mini challenge game of the night, you know, right. the Christmas parties games. And I like won a game or whatever and um it was a it was an ugly wall clock. 
I was like, I don't want this. What'd you do? But of course, I, I hung it up, and that fucker was up for at least five years. <laughs> oh <my laughs> is that it right now? No, this is one that I got at a Google event that we worked at Eden. Oh. Uh-huh. They were like, oh, we're giving away everything. Just take it. So I took that clock. I took a couple of vases. Brain has a vase. Oh, absolutely. And then we have a hat, too, I think, from that event. A Google event. A couple yeah, of like Google hats that we got. I love getting free stuff from work. Bitch. My yes. favorite thing. Yes. Those are a few of my favorite things. It really uh-huh. is. Just there the good old days at Vince. Mm-hmm. Oh. Just take shit. There was one year at when I was working at Jean George. It was like, I don't know, we got this big basket full of cosmetics oh, from yeah. like, yeah, from Ulta and from Mac and just all this stuff. It's Fora. And then we got a coach purse because the, yeah. It was it was small, but still, still. it's a coach purse. Yeah. We got a coach purse, and we got a $50 like gift card to Amazon, and then we got like a gift card to like Starbucks, and then I think one of the concierge just gave us like $50. Like it was just like gifts on gifts on gifts on gifts. And I was like, <laughs> working in the hospitality industry, I have to say, you do end up getting a lot of gifts. Like when I worked mm-hmm. at previous like hotels, like Princeton Club and whatnot, come holiday season, they come around and they're like, here's your bonus, and they'll give you like Four or five hundred dollars in cash, and you're like, what? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And I, I hope that happens this year. I miss that. Mm-hmm. I wish it would. You know what? I, get, uh, I hope Evan Pravda, who is listening, Evan Pravda, <laughs> you still owe me my Christmas bonus from he 2018. Played he played you. He played me hard, bitch. Anyway, mm-hmm. Ashley, what was mm-hmm. your worst Christmas or birthday gift? <sighs> <laughs> Shut up, Adam. <laughs> I have bad anxiety because of Darrell and Brayden. They why? made me feel bad earlier. Yeah, why? Tell us. Because when we were in the green room going over the outline. Uh-huh. We like, they were we like, know we gift. know your worst gifts. It's gifts that they gave me. And it's <laughs> not true, and I am here to defend it. Bring it to the table. Bring it to the table. The runway, yeah. Bring it to the podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Anyways. Podcast. <laughs> so, Brayden, what was it, the first year? It was our first Christmas. First Christmas. Mm-hmm. I, you, yeah. you got me a pair of these black boots they were like furry and then like the heel was gold and they were Christian I- Siriano but wait didn't Tyler break those oh maybe he did no he did not Another he broke pair. a different pair of shoes <laughs> oh <laughs> shit not really connected but kind of but right I love the shoes, and I definitely wore them once, but as everybody knows, I'm very clumsy, and I am not the best heel walker. And, they were very high. And those heels, for me, at that time, it was just like, I don't know where I can wear this where I will survive. There's also, like, <laughs> snow on the ground. And it was also, right. yeah, that, but, but it's also like, where are we going in those, sis? Well, I, I mean, I the think there's room. plenty of places I could go with them now. It's just like right now I am pounds overweight and I get out of breath just walking. So everything needs to be flat. So right now I cannot wear them. However, they are in my closet and I literally, I fucking not like a few days ago, I looked at them when my closet door was open. I was just like. It'd be nice if I could wear those, but <laughs> I was like, I'll just work at it. But like, I really just like, I'm just, I can't. What if can't you wear it, them and like, do squats? Like when you do squats, you wear your heels. Bitch, you trying to kill me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about something you've never thought about wearing, which is the gift I got you. Damn! Wow. Shots so fired. Shots fired. got me a wig. This wasn't the first year. That I feel like it was. Is it the first or second? It was, it was like, very early. It was early for sure. It yeah. was like second or third. Yeah, something like that. It wasn't the first though. You got me a wig. Mm-hmm. Now, 
my head mm-hmm. is very big. <laughs> got more hair and, than she and got the wig it. that you got me, though I liked it, mm-hmm. I put it on and it did not look good on me. And that is not a reflection on you because mm. hair you can't predict how it looked on somebody. Well, I think and it is so, a reflection on me, and I'll tell you why. Uh, okay. Because I should have never deemed what would have been appropriate for a black woman's head. Because I okay. purchased a wig, which in my, like, as I've been learning and growing, like, as a black man, like, learning, like, okay, like, and something in my brain said, oh, because I remember we had a conversation, you were like, oh, I want to get a new wig. So I was like, oh, I'll get her a wig, not thinking that the appropriate way to go about that is to give you the money to purchase said wig on your own. Right. It is not my like option. A wig card. Like Which, a wig card. It is not my you option. Went yeah, we went shopping. And I it think is, we've just picked it up because it was like, oh, this is a cute this wig. This is a cute wig. Like, it is not, real cute in this. It is not, and I think that all men need to hear this, it is not our decision to decide how a woman's hair should look, whether it's wigs, whether it's braids, whether it's straight, whether it's natural, whether it's curly, whatever woman, especially a black woman, decides to wear their hair, that is how they should wear their hair. So I actually owe you the apology. No. However, <laughs> it was definitely coming from good intentions, mm. but it just failed. I appreciate that. Bringing families but it, but together. But it still failed. Because, <laughs> but it came from good intentions, but I think a lot of people can learn that because while it wasn't so aggressive like certain men who are telling women I like you with your hair straight mm-hmm. or I don't like you with your hair natural mm-hmm. it still had some aggression under there of the sense like oh I'm doing this and making a decision for you without consulting you and so now you men, need to wear it so now men consult your women <laughs> consult your friends consult your wives that includes you gay man I'm a gay man and I'm <laughs> Draw and I are in a relationship we so. are in a relationship we are, we're, we're, we're together we don't sleep together but like we like eat together but like uh, and shop this yeah. is a great therapy session. Yeah, it but, is. but no, that that is something, men. I want all of you to hear out there. Think about that the next time you try to tell your best girlfriend, your woman, your wife how they should wear their hair. Let them decide, and you just put the money up for it, and it's quite simple. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. I just need a man that's just gonna pay for my lifestyle. I don't need you to like. I ain't got no hair. I mean, kind regardless. Of, yes, I do. I, it costs money to get this shit up kept. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. But listen. I really appreciate that, and my mindset wasn't even there necessarily. I I was just like, oh no, I feel bad because like I know I like I don't look good in this. Mm-hmm. Wig. But it's not like that. <laughs> it was like a church lady wig. It, it was, was a bus it driver. Was sh- <laughs> it was a bus driver. Adam and I for some it reason was, thought it was, it was short, so but it was like longer in the front and like oh, shorter yeah. in the back. You know, you've like seen black. a bus driver with that hair. And Adam and I thought <laughs> it was. We were so convinced hair. because there was even longer wigs, but Adam and I got in there, and what it was. There was a curly wig. I remember seeing like a long curly mm-hmm. one, kind of like one you've worn, actually. Mm-hmm. And we were like, she wouldn't like that because the only thing we've seen her in is like the short like wig that you had, like shoulder length. So mm-hmm. that's why we got that in our mind. Like, it was this the Victoria is Beckham bob. Yeah, yeah. And and I would love to pull that hair off, but I I was like, I do not look good at this. And I was like, okay. But out. now now though now I there's plenty of YouTube videos there, and I'm done it a few times it's like I can add tracks to the wig oh, yeah. so I kept the wig I still have it oh yeah and I would love to put some tracks in it and like have it like you know fit the 
frame of my face. Yeah. So, Edwin, wow. if you're listening, help! <laughs> and, Brayden, I am going to be working out so that yes. I can wear those shoes. Because I do like them a lot. I was just like, I can't. They are hot. I can't walk in these. These are, these are honestly my favorite parts of the holidays. <laughs> when we can come together in these moments and have these discussions. What are some of y'all's favorite moments of the holidays that you have that comes to your mind? Oh, good mm. God. <laughs> I mean, um, all of it for like with the holidays like mm-hmm. the decorating and mm-hmm. the the cooking and the congregation not so much now but the congregation you know yeah. oh yeah mm-hmm. we congregate people congregate yeah. <laughs> you know the first thing I thought the of for the topic we're gonna talk about later about um, Giselle Bryant from Housewives of Potomac and her husband who has a congregation oh, okay. we'll talk about we'll, that later we'll put a pen in that yeah yeah um, <laughs> my favorite was Christmas morning mm. And I, I don't mean necessarily like the opening of the presents and all that stuff, but like the getting to. I used to wake up at like 2.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. It was my anxiety. I couldn't sleep. I was so excited. You still do that, don't you? Well, yes. This <laughs> time he's just screaming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there are no presents. Um, Damn. I was just like excited to get up and get ready for... Santa or mm-hmm. for the Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. one of those children. I love how you still reference the Santa. I think it's very important that Brayden at his ripe age of, you know, almost 40, you still <laughs> reference... I'm gonna let that one go. No, it's mm-hmm. fine. We're almost all 40. Mm-hmm. But you still reference... Don't <laughs> <laughs> put that shit on me. Uh, but you still reference Santa. I think it's so important to keep that... Well, my mom on. still signs... I mean... Santa, Santa still delivers still gifts. Santa still signs the gifts. Yeah. So every time Santa. I get home, yeah. I have a from Santa. Yes. Santa's yes. visited. Y'all want to know something funny? What? <laughs> so, hold on. I know, I think I know what you're about to say. This uh, this episode is brought to you by Albadine, Al, Almadine <laughs> Wine, Cabernet Sauvignon. I know you heard it pouring <laughs> in the background. I know you did. Yeah, but I know exactly what you're about to say. It's what your mom and them told you about Santa, ain't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you're about to say. Okay, that. so I don't actually remember them telling me this but they said that they told all me and my brothers this so they told us that santa no that they buy the gifts but santa just delivers them because they (laughs) they didn't want me thinking that no white man was buying me gifts yeah (laughs) okay but i did i don't remember them telling me this but they said, they were like, no, we told them that we buy the gifts and that Santa just delivers them. Here, okay. here's we a don't want you thinking that some like, old white man is buying here's you gifts. A right. We're buying you these gifts. Right. Here's a challenge I would put to that, though, because mm-hmm. with us living in black households, our parents always had black Santas in the household. Yes. So my question to that would be, if we already have black Santas, and as far as I know growing up, my Santa was always black. Mm-hmm. When I went to school and saw like the white Santa that they had posted up on the wall, I was like, that's weird. So, I mean, just as weird as I think when I see a white Jesus. I was like, that's really weird because that's just not accurate because Middle East, whatever. <laughs> uh, but my thing is, it's like, it's interesting that our, because my parents said the same thing um, in, in that realm. I love my mom because my father just lied every year and told me he was sending me things and never did. But that's, we, oh, I have no daddy. Sorry. Hi, Brayden. Hey, Jerome. We, yeah. no we have no daddy. Stop yeah, but, but, but Besides that, um, yeah, I mean, they would say, oh my God, it's from Santa, and we had black Santas in the house, but then they also said, we buy them and give it to Santa because we don't want you to think, no, white man's bringing you gifts. I'm like, but if there's black Santas, how's there a white Santa? I was always confused by that. Mm. Uh, so, well, I don't even remember them telling me that, so for me, it was just like, I know that the projection is that Santa is white, 
but we're black, so our Santa is black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm going to need uh, Ms. Vanita Mitchell, um, Ashley's mother, please call in and leave us a voicemail and let us know about that story so we can recap and we can talk about why black households were very important in making sure that Santa was represented mm-hmm. as black in a household. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear it. And I can't wait until we come back right after this break and talk about Giselle. Oh, it's going to be good. Going out to one of my favorite songs, Destiny's Child, a DC Christmas medley. wondering how pride the series created pride the podcast well the tea is out we use anchor the podcasting app that believes everyone should be able to have their voice heard with tools that are really easy to use like distribution and monetization elements anchor puts creators first for more information check out anchor.fm that's anchor.fm Before we get back into Giselle, because I know Brayden's itching, I to want talk to talk it. about Giselle. I know uh, Giselle Boonchen. You're talking about right? No, I'm no. Um, no, but I want to talk to y'all real quickly about what is some of your favorite Christmas music. Like some of your my favorite. Nothing gets me in the Christmas spirit like Christmas music. Right? Like, yeah, it's so good. Christmas music is my favorite type of music. Imagine. <laughs> Mine too. It is. You seem very pointed. (laughs) It's just the honest truth. It's it just does something to your soul, you know. Hmm? Yeah. Even honestly, y'all gonna think this is crazy, but even the song Mr. Grinch, even though he was against Christmas, well, actually, he wasn't against Christmas. He was against people because they played him. But we'll get on that. Maybe he caused COVID. Right. Maybe he was (laughs) a Grinch. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that even that song, like I love. Christmas music, like I, yeah, geez. I always start off with my girl Mariah. Mm-hmm. All I want for Christmas is you. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. a staple. It's classic. I like the old hymns, the Christian. Oh yes, of hymns. course. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick one Christmas song, shit, should listen Ooh. to for your the rest of your life. Like this is it. Like you get one Christmas song a year to listen to. What is it? I think it would be Oh Holy Night. I was going to say that. Gonna, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. That's my ultimate favorite. Now yeah. who I was gonna say, sings it? Now uh-huh. who sings it? <laughs> I do like God Rest You Merry Gentlemen too. But Oh Holy Night? Which, which kind of beat are you looking for? Because they all do it. <laughs> okay, so for me, like one of my favorite Christmas tracks is Last Christmas. Mm-hmm. Wham! Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good Wham! one. Right. That's now, who's singing yeah. it is Ariana Grande. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. She actually made me like the song more because right, I honestly. It's a good little Bob. Yeah. Do y'all know that Christian group, Sela? You probably don't. S E L A. Is it like uh-huh. an Irish group? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're not Irish, they're yeah. just white. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> their version of Oh Holy Night is mm-hmm. probably, I could listen to that. For, if that's the only song I can listen to all year, I think I could probably pick that song. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Shout out to Sela. They'll be our next guest. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe. Um, oh, I was just going to say, I have to go with Mariah Carey's version. Yeah. It's just very, like, she doesn't do too much. Of course, she gets a high note at the end. But, like, 
she's it's just more like powerhouse singing mm-hmm. yeah and I, I love that there's no not too many flares you know what's uh, a common misconception about uh, this particular song? Um, how that Jesus was born on December twenty fifth. <laughs> that that. But um, Hallelujah! A lot of people think the song Hallelujah is a Christmas song, and they mm-hmm. like to mm-hmm. like yeah. use it for Christmas. And well, also, it's kind of like become one kind of like favorite things. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. literally not and any- old shit. What's that New Year's song? Old oh, old long thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that and then also. Um, talking about Christmas songs that have a little bit of issues. Obviously, Baby, It's Cold Outside. I know. You know, you know what's And I love that. that song, but yeah, if you listen to lyrics, you're like, ooh. And Hallelujah no, not... isn't a good song. It's literally not about what they people think it's about. Hmm. And it's interesting. But, mm-hmm. you know, such is Christianity. Well, well you, know. you know. Word, word. So Giselle's <laughs> do Christmas song. <laughs> I, you know, brain has been itching. I know this is our Christmas, one of our Christmas episodes, but the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion just came out. This and it was an early Christmas weekend. gift. It was. It was a yeah. good little was. reunion. I do not it was like cringy. Karen. Oh yeah, it was very you don't like Karen? don't like Karen. I do not like I agree. Karen. I do not like Karen. I mean, she she, she reminds is, me of Lisa Vanderpump. Well, Karen Ooh, is Lisa Vanderpump mm-hmm. mixed with Nene Leakes. Yeah. Because Lisa, Karen does the I'm not getting my hands dirty like Lisa mm-hmm. Vanderpump But she did. ain't got that much money. But, but she ain't got that much money. So she right. also does the Nene Leakes a little bit. Like the whole, like, I'm the dom of them. Mm-hmm. It's just like, because you were the first one that signed your contract. So she's the head of the show. It's very interesting. Um... Hey, Brayden, what was your thoughts about that? I'm, I'm curious to know how you feel about the mean girl mentality that came out in that reunion. Well, the mean girl in just the reunion or the mean girl from the entire season? Well, let's keep it concise. Se- well, let, yeah. well, let's also keep it... Let's put it to the series because I think if we're going to talk about this season, a lot that happened this season came from previous seasons. A lot of people say the way Monique has reacted was because of the way Giselle reacted previously about Monique's family and saying Monique was having an affair with a trainer and all of that. And she was. Yeah, well... <laughs> she was. So, how do you feel about how Monique treated Giselle? First of all, Monique can get fucked unless she'll be a guest on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would have came out better than Whatever. Even if she is, you can but tell I her But I think her, her actions this season have just proven how disgusting <laughs> and vile she is as a human being. And she needs to take anger management and anti-bullying courses. I don't know if she wants to talk to Melania before she's gone, but she needs a humongous get-together You're talking about Jesus. Monique? I'm talking about Monique. Yeah, now no, me, listen. It's I didn't interesting. Watch, now, I didn't watch as much as y'all did, but I did watch, like, the good, like, uh, The juicy episodes, Mon- me Monique too. Monique is the, is the uh, woman that was attacked, or no? No, no that attacked. That ran around the barn. Yes. yes. Okay. With the intent right. to, to, to kill. With the intent to kill. Right. But here's the issue, though. It's very weird, because I feel like us four, and I had talked about... to. To, about this to Brayden in the green room and I was just like hey I'm interested if you're gonna hear what me and Ashley and Adam kind of felt because like, we were all commenting on the episode we about the reunion, the reunion. The reunion. we're the only people that feel that what Monique did was wrong like in the, in the grand scheme of things like if you go to the Twitter and the blogs and a lot of Bravo fans and like other friends we know they're like no Candace deserved that and it's just like what world are we living in that we think it's okay for someone to put their hands on somebody? Okay, so you have to remember, you have to remember, and this is what I have to tell myself all the time too when I watch these shows, 
the majority of people that watch the Real Housewives franchise are middle American mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. who also voted for Trump. <laughs> okay. Who mm-hmm. are just not intelligent enough mm-hmm. to get what's wrong is wrong and what's right is right. Okay, that's fair. Okay. All right. I'll give that. Shout out to all our middle American <laughs> listeners. No, I, you know what? I, I <laughs> understand. Listen, if it doesn't apply to you, it doesn't well, apply right. to you. Right. If the shoe doesn't fit, don't know, put it up. Well, that's I, just what it is. I hear what Brayden's saying about that <laughs> because th- when you sign up for a show like that, even though it's a reality show, look, violence in that way, especially, and listen, I have to agree with Wendy, doc, sorry, Dr. Dr. Wendy, because it's important that we put the doctor Emphasis. in front of let them know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, because it doc- is fastened. Right. But <laughs> what Dr. Wendy said about, like, we grow our daughters and our young daughters up to not do these type of things. Right. So the fact that you thought it was okay to do this and now you're admitting, like, oh, well, I thought I was fired from the show, so I was just going to finish her off. That's a strong statement, Monique. And I don't care what Candace has ran her mouth. I understand Candace has ran her mouth and she has very loose lips, but that yes. does not, to me, result, like, unless she literally said, I hope your baby or your mama die, like, there's no reason for you to put... I don't even think that warrants a hand on someone. It, it doesn't, but Mm-mm. at least in that point, I could be like, okay. But, like, there's no reason to do what she did, in my opinion. Actually, we were going to say something sorry um yeah no so this is my first time season watching potomac Mm -hmm. and i and i didn't really watch the entire season even with that either right i watched like the highlights and all the fights and all the juicy stuff and so i don't know much about like what candace said in her past and all this stuff and why these ladies have certain ladies have tension and everything Mm -hmm. but i will say even just from fresh eyes monique is out of control And it just seems like she's going through a lot and she is lashing out and right, I guess at least for this season, Candace was her like target Mm -hmm. and the fight was ridiculous. Like that was way too much Mm -hmm. and she should be embarrassed. And then... But she's not. Yeah. Yeah, when she said, do you have any remorse? She said, for what? And like she comes, I she's was still like, coming on crazy. Yeah. <laughs> she made a whole song about it. And then, yeah, yeah that's, queen, that's crazy. Which is also oh, yeah. very, very. She she she's, literally tried to lie and say, "Well, disgusting. that's for my love of the LGBTQ Dis- community." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Don't use she's us for your ignorance." She's the president Trump of the Real Housewives, right? And then, yeah. and that, well, her, Kelly Dodd might be the president. Those receipts. I don't know because Kelly hasn't behaved. Kelly has got her problems, but she has never acted this much of a fool. She hasn't put her hands on somebody. She did say that drunk wife. Matter and a ton of Black Lives Matter, but it's <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah, that's Stop it. Okay, yeah, but what but, about the reunion? Yeah. Right. So I was gonna say with the reunion, she was even more out of control because like the way that she pulled out those quote unquote receipts that number, uh, just, uh, yes, the binder, the yes, binder. and was just like going in. I was like, this is really. This is really like I, I wish Andy and maybe he will. We've only seen part one, right? But I wish I wish Andy would come. As the leader of the group, come and say this is not. This is too much. I thought props were not allowed at the reunion. Right. I thought uh, that since Kenya well, I guess now Moore, that they're six feet away, they can bra. have no. Right. It, 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 right. No, it can literally be used as a weapon. She sure, can literally yeah. take that book and throw it at someone, like, and that binder hits yeah, you the right way. It's it goes true. Right across I mean, but they also but it have was all just their phones. Like, too. Yeah, you know, it, it's just kind of they like, shouldn't have any of that. Mm. It well, was very, of, of course, it was like juicy, but like it was just kind of more like very hurtful. It was just. And like gut wrenching, like 
I was very listen, uncomfortable. Listen, and the gay man in me that loves Drag Race and loves to just get oh, all the juicy tea, mm-hmm. I loved it. It was great TV. Yeah, right, right, right. You haven't had a chance great. to fall in love but, with the individual but, women as human beings. Sure. No, we haven't. And I mean, well, that could be the same thing for about Drag Race too, because like we don't. We well, only they're get only to on them. for one season. Not this is Potomac's four. That is true too. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, that part of me was like, oh yes, bitch, the get tea. her. But, but on the flip side, it is just like I put myself in jail, uh, and, and, and I was like, like, I would not want to be just, like that. Just, yeah, just, and it was just like very like, dollars. damn, bitch, can you let up, man? Like, yeah, that was says, just like unnecessary. When she said like, yes, that's his number, I, I was like, like, oh no. And, and then who was like, was like, that's unfortunate. Yeah, who said they were like, what's the end goal with this? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing, girl? This is not a good look, like for you to be like this vicious, and you just look nasty, and bitter. Karen's over there just egging it on too. She's egg- she is the egging on, and this is where she takes the Nene mm-hmm. Lisa Vanderpump. And I do I think, like what Brayden said, hopefully we see in part two that Andy or somebody steps up because I don't feel like we even got to see Robin and Candace defend Giselle they, the way they wanted to, and even Wendy. Like they didn't get to really. They were just kind of. I think like, everyone was I, so shocked. I think everyone was like, but the thing is, is in this binder, I went and uh, zoomed in on it on Twitter. Twitter. She has everybody. His name, name. Including, In a tab. Her, including her own. In a tab. She, oh, yeah. she, no, has, she her has her own tab. She has chapters for each woman. Yeah, and that's she, neurotic. She, says, she said, I have, that. Chapters. <laughs> she said I, have, yeah. she said, I have about myself the fact that there was an affair in my marriage. Like, she's like, I'm going to read myself, but I'm going to read all y'all too. And it's like, do you uh, have a job, Monique? No. Because no. Do you, have, do you know no. she's got 16 people coming to that event, and that's pre pandemic. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, do you have, to, who has time for this? So she's went out, went to specific people who knew certain information about people and collected. And I'm just so that fortunate that I do not live in a friend group scathing. like that. I do mm-hmm. not ever want to be in friend groups like that. Like, yeah. that is nasty. I mean... You so see this? This is filled with notes. And there ain't nothing. Right. Blank, 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 blank. Um, so y'all, so y'all feel like that reality drunk, TV has became... Like. I read that. I hate Adam. So do y'all feel that reality TV has become a bully playground? And what is the way for reality TV to become fun again and not just this place where people get to these reunions and do things like Phaedra uh, did. Unfortunately, like, I think it's even bigger than that. The past four years of this administration has given permission to be a bully. And so right. now it's it's yeah. trickling into our entertainment, a la reality TV. Right. Mm-hmm. So if people, he was a reality TV person. Because think was. about it, I mean, beforehand, it, it, the Housewives would get, like, shady, but, like... I feel like this was way... It was just, all superficial. It was, it, yeah, it, it was, was Kim all, Richards with a bunny. It was all like, very, like, you yeah, know, right. surface level. And it, like, on it didn't race. attack your personal life or your, like, family or your kids. or a, Yeah, no, right. I'm going in. Honestly, I felt like the shift when the whole, like, candy is, like, um, <clears throat> and a Portia, sexual predator, a sexual predator yeah. like... That Which just for our listeners, Candy is not a sexual predator. Yeah, like oh there. right, no, that yeah, was that. crazy. Yeah, that she was like basically gonna rape Portia. Like that, I was like, yo, these are like serious, like you serious death threats they were getting. Uh, yeah, people calling her Bill Cosby, and and then like even though obviously that was like completely ridiculous, those kind of things, even though it's not true, it'll be hard to shake. Absolutely. That will always be linked back to her, and it's just and like kids are seeing her. You, kids are seeing. All this yeah, stuff and like, it's like you have to realize the weight of making an accusation like that. Like, that's crazy. All for, like, 
a reality show. I know. Like, nah, reality since you don't show. even need, also, you don't even need that paycheck. Yeah. It's, so it's just like, you really are kind of like a shitty person. Yeah. You know what, though? People need to wise up and grow up. Like, these little drag race kids that are, are fans that be sending these queens death threats mm-hmm. and are like, and racist, gonna, uh, racist threats yeah. and I'm going to throw acid in your face, bitch. Like, just all these crazy alleged Because what of what one queen said about a queen they like. It's crazy. It's just like, we're... Grow up. How do y'all think? Um, what do y'all think of this new season, like cast? Oh, I'm I'm excited. I think uh, we got this some podcast. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, I'm excited. The, the RuPaul's Drag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we're gonna have some like good talent. I think we're gonna have some good lip syncs. We talked about this on. Um, we were a guest on um, Derek and Romaine's podcast, mm-hmm, guest co-host mm-hmm. last week. You can hear that episode at DNR Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we went through all of the queens and our top favorites. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, listen, I really want Drag Race to be reignited. Like, I want a new fire for it. One thing yeah. I was telling kind I, of, well, one thing I was talking to Adam about. On on that is that the preview and everything they're like we're we're nice girls like if you go on their twitters it's like we're not gonna be vicious we're not gonna do this and a lot of people tune in the drag race to see that drama so is it going to be a completely nice season where everyone's just nice and you might have you might have a little shade no, here i was there. gonna say it's gonna be definitely like it'll they'll have their shady moments a queen may say something <laughs> shady about another queen you know that's gonna happen but i don't think we're not gonna see the level of like you know giselle's on Drag Race. Like, I don't think it'll ever get to you that. You don't think so? I don't know! Because you know these queens, I mean, while they do, they I feel like the, the, like the previous, the most recent previous seasons have been, like, too cuddly and nice. At least season nine uh, I think it'll get far. even more cuddly because of COVID. Oh, no pun intended. They're not supposed to touch. <laughs> no, I know, but I mean, but I feel like be- they've been in the house, right? Right. Oh, they so were, they're they all, were all quarantined, quarantined together. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like because which we're in smart. COVID times, like people are just more emotional in general. Right. Which is going to bring out some fights. Oh, that's true. That but I'm true. thinking people are going to be like, "Oh my god!" Like all this petty drama is stupid. Like we're in COVID it's times. It's definitely going to be a one episode type of uh, petty drama like situation. I think in terms of that. Hopefully. Like I said, oh yes, you do. And see, like mm-hmm. I said, the fan in me and the gay boy in me loves that. So I'm like, I want, you know, I want loving. I, and I've said this before. I want loving hip hop to make its transition into drag race. Like I want somebody to throw a drink. Throw a drink. You want somebody like, put their some, hands on each other? I don't say necessarily that, but they I want I want somebody to like reach for a queen. I want Elisa Rinna. Like I'm on. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no. I, I want to touch you. I mean, I personally like the evolution of Drag Race altogether, and I really hope that, you know, this is the first year where they have a trans man competing. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for that, and, you know, talking about, you know, gender identity and everything that we have going on. Mm-hmm. You know, Sam Smith recently came out this week about um, being misgendered uh, by Sean Mendez. And so, how do you guys feel about that? As LGBTQ people, I know that. I think even in our community, we struggle making sure that people are able to be identified correctly. And sometimes we feel that maybe they've came out too, and, and we don't know. And I think that even me as a gay man, it's like sometimes I don't know what certain things mean. And what do you guys feel about that? There was once a time when the word gay wasn't a normal vernacular. There was once a time when the word drag queen wasn't normal vernacular. Mm -hmm. It's all about being aware that it's not the normal vernacular and educating yourself and adjusting Mm -hmm. the normal vernacular. And that's called growth. And that's 
after this, there's going to be something else. And after that, there'll be something else. Yeah, That's how I think we're, we're learning. Mm-hmm. Right. We're still learning. I mean, things that, like... I've been watching, like, Girlfriends and, like, mm-hmm. you know, we watch Moesha and all that kind of stuff. And it's, like, ooh, looking back on those shows, it's, like, there's a lot of cringy moments where it's, yeah. like, wow, you could not do that. Well, nowadays. that's a whole different like, conversation that we yeah. have to talk about, about the L- how LGBT and words are represented in the African-American community. Mm-hmm. I and mean, that's a whole different subject. It yeah. In 2021, probably. <laughs> And listen, as as far as terms of, of words, kind of what Brayden was saying, it all starts with us and it starts with our community. If we want change, we have to support, like, LGBTQIA, it's a long spectrum. We have to support everyone, like, including people who are bisexual. We can't just post Gay Pride Week and not support lesbian or bisexual or transgender mm-hmm. or any of that. And we, we, we've we got to just be on topic with everything. You know, pretty much how when the Black Lives Matter movement joined with the LGBT in L.A. and they did that march, that was a huge moment for both people that to... Was... I mean, it was historic, and it's not yeah. talked about enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, something that has came out this week is about um, straight people and celebrities who aren't okay with being identified as gay. Um, Sean Mendez is one of them that's came out. We were just talking about him um, with misidentifying Sam Smith and also Zach Rance, who was on Big Brother, uh, but then he came out as bisexual, <laughs> which is very interesting. I, it, it's funny, I busted Ashley's room the other day and I was you like, did. girl, I got a story. I was like, this is really my life. And it's interesting because Zach was like, I'm not gay, but Frankie Grande, Ariana's brother, he was like, if I was, you know, I'd, I'd get with you. And then he admitted, like, we hooked up, and I'm by, and here we go. I so, mean, like, how do you feel about, like, people's time in terms of coming out and really identifying themselves in terms of gender identity and sexuality? That's a loaded question. It yeah. really is. <laughs> whatever, whatever floats your boat, different strokes for different folks. <laughs> I don't, whatever you like to do, and Adam is seventy five years. And old. whatever you want to do is your business, and none of mine. And yeah. but if you, but it, for the because it is public and people are you know dealing right. with that. I mean, for me, it's just I like don't know. I don't because like whatever you want to do in your bedroom is your business, right? Like, and I just like really don't understand. I never understood why people care about what other people are doing in the bedroom, right? It doesn't concern you. It doesn't affect why you. Why they try to use it religion to hide behind it? I hate when mm-hmm. people use religion as like a means to be hateful. Yeah, you know, and that seems to be quite popular these days. And hopefully, we're feeling a shift. But like that, that's just got to stop. Okay, like there are no excuses for being hateful. You're hateful because you're hateful and you're ignorant. Right. Yeah. You need to educate yourself and make that change. Okay. Speaking mm-hmm. of education. Mm-hmm. I need to educate myself more on this vaccine that just got dropped. Uh, Me too, because I honestly haven't done any research. It's... I've done a little bit, but there's, like, such a big media push for pro-vaccination, which I think is all great and Mm -hmm. fine. Love Mm -hmm. the media. Love most media, anyway. But I'm a little bit nervous because it, it happened rushed, it seemed, all the science they say has in the past decade or so progressed very quickly, which then I question, well, what about climate change and those scientists? Mm-hmm. But then I also question pharma's role in it all with our healthcare being so traumatic and um, 
illegal, actually. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There, There's like a bunch of, and also like the side effects, what about that? But I guess I'm just glad that I'm not necessarily, or optimistic is the better word, that I'm not in the first round, so I can see how the first round plays out with these that, fools, and mm-hmm. then I'll... That's how I feel. I'm like, I'm definitely down to take the vaccine. I'm not a person who's like, I don't want to take it at all. Like, I'm not that paranoid. But for me, it's just like, I've lucky, knock on wood, I've survived this pandemic thus far. And I don't mind waiting to see what happens with this yeah, vaccine first. Yeah, but then I first. also think, well, I guess our guinea pigs are going to be the fucking first responders and elderly. Like, that's... Uh, that's I mean, crazy. no, it's Dylan, our friend Dylan from college, is he's getting his next week. Well, he's For the real? first responder, yeah. he's a doctor. Right, he's the first Oh, responder. yeah, right, my So, <laughs> I, forgot he was a, I completely forgot so he was Brian a nurse. So, Brian Collett Station. Doctor, not he's a, a doctor. nurse. Um, so, in Brian Collett, yeah. <laughs> Apologize, right? Dylan Hall? Hall. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Adam, so, you're dead. You're, you're cut done. off. So, <laughs> let's... Bryan College Station in Texas is actually um, a group of volunteers have agreed to take the vaccine because they don't want it to affect the elderly, which I think is really good. They want to be like, let, yeah. let it hit us and any side effects. Listen, we have to be careful what media is out there as well because, look, I know there's something that said that Bella Posse is caused, like, as a side effect. Uh-huh. Oh, a yeah, of, I saw that. There's yeah. a lot of things that one person said, oh, it caused a heart attack. But then there's no real truth behind that. It was seen as a hoax. So we just have to be careful. For me, I am, I'm, I'm ready to take the vaccine personally um, because I want to see my family and do all that. But I do. Well, it's know- not just about that though. It's just because you take the vaccine doesn't mean that you can't still transfer the virus. It just means that you won't show like any... Like a flu shot, right? right? Right, right. But you can still carry that virus. Technically, you have the virus. It's just dormant. Right. So you could still pass it on to those who aren't vaccinated. Right, but at least, you know, I would hope that, you know, family and friends get vaccine. I know that the bigger issue with the African-American community as well as any minority right now is they are scared that this virus is being used to take them out. Mm. To, I mean, to, to Geeky experiment. We can't forget that. That was not that long ago. Right. I mean, there, you know, that is very real fear. And yeah. I mean, America does not like black people as a whole. CNN had a poll like, today a that whole. said the black, there was only 29% of the black community that felt comfortable taking the Yeah, vaccine. and how can you blame them? Yeah. Like, I, how can I, you blame them? You don't like them. us. You shoot us in the street. You right. literally had an experiment where you told us you were doing something good and you were giving us syphilis and making right. us die. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been, so to come back on something that you were saying, Brayden, like technically, this has been in the works for a long time. We found out that like we were just told that there was no vaccine, but they've been like technically this was ready, I think, in April. But like so, they've well, well, they been that. working on it's, it. They've been working on it for 10 years yeah. for the SARS vaccine. Okay. COVID 19 is a strain of the SARS. So, in the past year or so, which it should have been done earlier, but the Trump administration did not replace mm-hmm. or rehire, they just kept it all vacate the health department or whatever. They took it off their website, didn't they? Yeah, they took... Well, that was the CDC or something. I can't remember that. Anyway, they've been working on this vaccine and then they rushed it over the past eight months to get it approved, which is why why I'm scared. It's like the rushing process. Yeah, Yeah. they probably have the research Mm -hmm. and everything, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) But just because it's this emergency vaccine and we need it now... 
what if there's something they overlooked? What if they're mm-hmm. they're already not reporting all of the st- statistics? Yeah, I was told by my barber <laughs> that that the the statistics do not include any people that were positive but asymptomatic. It only includes those that were symptomatic, which like the majority of it are asymptomatic. So that yeah. that makes yeah. me concerned. I mean, it's yeah, interesting, it's and, a I, lot. and I think your point about Trump and the rushing of it is, is like, he literally is now, he made a tweet the other day, he's like, actually, we don't want anyone in the White House to take it, I want to do what's right for Americans, and I'm like, since when did you give a fuck? And he who, and, and if you mm-hmm. if you did tweet that, you didn't, so who took your phone? So then, I see where you're coming from, Braden, in terms of like, you trying to kill us? Yeah. Like, that motherfucker tried to kill me, what Miley's saying. Like, that's, to me, I'm just like, it's very interesting, but listen, I do, I, I hope something changes, because we can't live 2021 as we did 2020. We have to hopefully get, you know, back on the right foot about something. It'll take a little bit, but let's say this vaccine does work, and it is safe, the more people that take it will slower the spread, obviously, of the virus, and hopefully we can get this country back to normal. Well, I mean, we're already almost back there, right? Because Joe Biden officially won the electorals yesterday. Um, it, it was great. It was monumental to see people go out and make this, like, what we already knew. And hopefully January 20th, we... Go ahead. Wait. Sorry, I've just been watching so much CNN. Tell us. No, tell us. Tell us. <laughs> so, so two things. I'm so excited that Joe Biden is going to disinfect the White House before he moves in. Uh, thank God. Um, for multiple reasons. For multiple I hope they reasons. burn some sage. <laughs> They have to do the same sheets of bedding. Uh, no, absolutely not. Um, not even the same bed. Bed. No, everything. Rug. And the oval room gets. Adam, we were in sync for like two minutes. <laughs> and I'm having a brain fart. And also, the oh. producer's not in my ear. I can't remember the second thing. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, uh, he, I. What I love. Well, he's gonna have a dog in the house finally again. Two yes. dogs and a cat. I mean, the only dog we've had was the you know Ivanka. So I'm most excited to see Hillary, <laughs> my nigga, cast her, her Hillary and and Bill cast their votes for uh, Joe Biden together. And, yeah. and Hillary was like, I don't believe in the electoral college, but I am an elector, and she if said, I must, yeah, she was like, I want that shit gone, abolished, because yeah. I sh- this should have been my second term, but that's not the point. So anyway. I remember I was, the second thing I was going to say is Joe Biden is going to give his inauguration speech, right? But what's ironic is he's encouraging people to stay at home. He's yeah. doing a virtual thing, but he's opening. He wants to do a virtual thing and open it up to all Americans. So for the first time, every American will be able to attend the That's inauguration. That's amazing. Do you know, Trump complained about his physical numbers at his inauguration and I just think it's really interesting to see well they were abysmal right I, I mean, just think it's interesting to see we're, we're so happy about that and it's, it's just such a jolly moment and honestly that is our Christmas gift we are finally going to get to a point where we're going to be united and when we come back we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions I was going to say yeah let's take a break refill Christmas, ladies. Merry Christmas, Mr. Buble. Are you ready to sing a little jingle bell? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> 
I love that song. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Refilled our glasses. We were just talking mm-hmm. in the break that this podcast has been going on for a year now. Oh my god. Which means it's been a year since its inception. We did start in December. We started somewhere, started somewhere around there. I think our first episode dropped in the new year, though. I will tell you. Yeah. Oh, I think we recorded it in December. Right. But dropped we it. We just gave our, We just literally gave our spoilers away. <laughs> no, that was that one time because it was like a, a week nope. or so. Our first episode was introducing Pride to Podcast, December 11, 2019. Oh, wow. So we're actually we're past our one year anniversary. Wow. wow. That is a lot of episodes. How did Pride yeah. to Podcast come to be? Let's tell our listeners. I came up with it. <laughs> I hate, I hate this Brady. bitch. What? <laughs> I the question. No, no. I Pride the podcast came from originally Pride the series, mm-hmm. um, which you guys can watch, and we definitely wanted to find another way to connect with our listeners out there. And so viewers. I came up with. So Brady came up with Pride the podcast. Um, you know, Brady's had a successful run as a talk show host on Saturday morning pre-pandemic. Live. Pre-pandemic, not now. <laughs> so, Damn. Yeah. so, I mean, we, we were so excited to be able to do this and to connect to no. our listeners and to get people to see the core four. What and was I'm, one of your favorite? I'm sorry, Ashley. No, I was just going to say, honestly, uh, not that like COVID was a blessing, but a blessing in disguise as far as the podcast goes because we had started it right before the pandemic started. We had more time to focus on it. Yeah, we had more time to focus on it. And remember when we first started, we were doing every, uh, every other week. Mm-hmm. And then we were Yo, just I like, remember that very well. <laughs> because now it's every week, every three days. You love and seeing our so, faces. And we're so happy to be able to come to yeah. our listeners every week. I think that when we realized that our voices mattered, especially with George Floyd and everything that's mm-hmm. happened this year with the pandemic, we needed to come to you guys every week and we were happy to Also, we had a lot of time. <laughs> and also, there's that. A lot of time. We had a lot of time. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's been great, but what were you going to say, Anna? What was your favorite um, experience or moment on or episode re- recording or... Yeah, mm, Pride the Podcast? I think my favorite experience <laughs> was, our, was with our episode with Ben De La Creme. <laughs> and... That's my favorite! <laughs> and she started singing that song live. Um, <laughs> they call me they... mother oh, yeah. as Julie Andrews. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was just... I'm so happy uh, she did it. I, I me just, too. We didn't even ask her. Well, we asked her to. We do did that, ask we her. We didn't pre-ask her to do it. Right. It kind of that was on the happened. whim. We were like, "Hey, girl, can you spin us a little rhyme?" And she did it. It was so awesome. Mm. It made it just brought me so much yeah, joy. That she was, was a fun. good sport. Yeah. Also, me personally, a couple of others. Um, Kirsten Storms was definitely a great person to talk to, and it was just like ah, Zeta Sapitas. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest. Yeah. And also for me, um, Jessamine was really like cool to talk to her because she was very inspirational for me. So I thought that was really awesome. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Right. For, for me, honestly, Peter Page starting off our, oh, yes. you know, he's, we grew up with him <laughs> watching Queer as Folk, and he started us being able to have guests on this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, when we first started, it was just going to be us talking. I didn't really have any thought process of, we're going to have guests, and he was the first one to be like, yes, okay. I'll do it. <laughs> and I thought it sounded great. And Lisa Guerrero, like, I love yes. the fact that I grew up with her on Sunset Beach. 
Um, you know, she has a lot to offer on the Inside Edition. And the so cases, cool. She was cool. She solved, so it was happy to have her. Yes, Brayden? Ooh, I yeah. loved uh, getting to speak with Daniel Franzese. Yeah. Oh yes. That yes, was yes, that was pretty yes. dope. Yeah, the reshare queen. <laughs> you know, I I also really want to point out um Miriam Day. Um hearing oh, from yeah. her, her episode was when really everything, yeah. you know, she was our first episode where we really delved into the Black Lives Matter movement and what mm-hmm. was happening. And Miriam spoke out about what was going on in West Hollywood at the time. Mm-hmm. And to me that was that was really powerful. It really was. It's unfortunate of 2020 that we had so many traumatic experiences, but the silver lining was we were able to provide our points of view yeah. on them and all in a really authentic yeah. way. And honestly, I feel like with our podcast and, and with everything happening, it really helped with the whole situation and like it's kind of therapeutic and yeah. like you know and what the fuck at- are we gonna talk about next year <laughs> with, Girl, the normal we're still in the with the normal administration though uh, right we won't po- politics hopefully can take a rest but i mean honestly no at the end of the day we still need to keep the biden administration accountable as we would any other administration sure. in this world, but I think we're going to have a lot more love and happiness. And just, it's mm-hmm. going to be so boring. Van Jones had an amazing thing on CNN the other night. Jake Tapper, I think it was, asked him, what are you looking forward to in Joe Biden's speech? And Van was like, I just can't wait for it to be boring as hell. Right. <laughs> He's like, right? Just, just like back to normal. It's just going to be so boring and it's going to be so <laughs> normal and we don't have much to talk about after that. <laughs> right. It's going to be standard. That's speech. how I feel. I mean, that's definitely one of my New Year's resolutions, that we have a normal world again. Like, I can't Mm. wait for that. But what are y'all personal New Year's resolutions? Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I have one. I thought of it today. All right. Mm, Tell us. Okay. I uh, think I'm going to go... I'm going to try to go the month of January Mm -hmm. with no seamless orders. Okay. Oh, that's we should that take that under our fucking I might do right. that Lent because right? that will save well, me not only money but also it'll be a, a, a healthier choice mm-hmm. and I got more. nothing else to do so I can just motherfucking cook like mm-hmm. there's no reason for me to be ordering seamless yeah so because we'll, you're at home we'll see right yeah. exactly mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see we'll see I feel you that's a good one mm-hmm. um I guess for me, it would be maybe start dating more. Okay. But like... In a pandemic. Whatever. <laughs> At this point... People are getting married in a pandemic. This okay, is relax. life now. But you know, I hear that. This is life now. And life has to carry on. Just do it safely with a mask and mm-hmm. hand sanitizer. That could be kinky. Wash your hands mm-hmm. like a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Adam. Okay, Adam. Ashley, what about you? Um, I have multiple goals. <laughs> um, definitely date more is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really like to be healthier. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll phrase it like that. So, you know, yes, I want to lose weight, but I really honestly just want to be healthier and want to feel better. You know, I've just felt like such a slug and a couch potato this entire year. Yeah, a And, lot like, though I'm a homebody, this is just a little too much. And, like, my body's changing. My mood's changing. I don't like it. Yeah. And I want to be more active and, um, you know, do more things, honestly, for myself. Yep. Things that make me happy. Little things, no matter how silly or small or... Like useless, <laughs> like 
I want to do it if it makes me happy. Word. If it sparks joy. I love that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I want to find, like, better, could continue to find ways to be creative. <clears throat> um, I would like to keep the drinking to a weekend um, because I feel like mm-hmm. with the pandemic, we end up having the weekend on the weekday. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously for the podcast, we got to have a drink because that's our thing. But <laughs> I, I would like to keep the, the drinking other than that like just to a Friday Saturday type of situation maybe even a Friday so that way Saturday I don't have to sleep all day and, and mm-hmm. you know enjoy a weekend cause you know we work fucking like 40 hours a week and then we have those two days off on the weekend which ain't a full like 48 hours really cause like you have the Sunday scary you're like well shit mm-hmm. here we go we're going into Monday oh, yeah. okay. so I, I wanna do that and I wanna I want to connect more of the people that I didn't get to connect to during the pandemic. I feel like I tried to have conversations with certain people, but there was a lot of me trying to maintain a job because a lot of people were scared about working. And I was just like, I need to like make sure I'm putting my focus into work. And I didn't get to FaceTime as many people as I wanted to. So really connecting to people that I want to mm-hmm. um, in 2021 and, and doing that. That's lovely, girl. That's nice. Yeah. And what is Pride the Podcast going to be doing? I was just going to say, don't we have some news? I think we do. That's right. Go ahead and spill that tea, Drew. Go ahead, Drew. Well, I mean, so (laughs) as Brayden stated earlier, we filmed an episode last week with Derek and Romaine. Um, We were guest co-hosts. It was great. And from that relationship, we are excited to announce we are now going to be airing on the DNR Network starting in January. So you can catch all new episodes of Pride the Podcast on DNR. It's going to be amazing. Oh. <laughs> Ashley never has that and also with that we will have better electronics and everything will be ready to go oh my god oh my god you know what just wow. tech is fire tech, tech is work, but we will have, workshop is screwed but we will have amazing tech moving forward we are so excited to be on the DNR network I, I think having that's strike three. Yeah, that's strike three. Ashley's out. We also might have a new co-host. Yeah. We, yeah. we might Michael Stray and her. I don't I'm know. so tickled. I, I don't know. But I'm fucked up. But also, so including Anchor and Apple Music or Apple, Apple Podcasts, we'll you'll be, be able there. to find us. Yeah, and then, uh, but... Um, Unless the, they hear this episode and they come... Oh my God, right. stop. But on the DNR Plus, you can get our episodes earlier than you would on like regular DNR. Yeah. So, so if you like, want the exclusive. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Our OnlyFans. And you're going to be able to, we will be providing <laughs> <Pretty much>. you uh, <laughs> I hate Ashley. <laughs> We're going to be providing you a phone number as well where you'll be able to call in, talk to us directly, leave us a message, let us know what you're thinking about the episodes in real time. We'll be able to talk about that. We're so excited for this opportunity. Special thank you to Derek and Romaine for inviting us to be a part of your network. We're excited to continue to grow prod- podcast. Yeah. Ashley is tickled. I'm tickled and lit. So that so that was it, guys. This was our final episode oh my of the God. year. Uh, best time of the year. So, uh, <laughs> what a great 2020 kind of not really. But so looking uh, yeah. forward to 2021 good. and so happy that we could spend this year with Thank you. Thank you to our friends, our family, our fans, and all of our guests who have came on yeah. the Yes. podcast this year and have supported us have helped us grow and has loved us we 
could not be anything without you guys. And stick around for 2021 because we're gonna have so we much have so stuff many coming more from guests. the entire Pride the Series brand. I can't yeah. wait. Like, See you so next year. Yeah. Yes. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs>